Does your business spend $500 a month or more on gas and electric bills? Did you know by making a simple free phone call, you can save up to 25% on your bill every month? What could you do with a 25% savings on utility bills every month? Energy deregulation is now available in your state. Making one simple phone call will show you how we can lower your gas and electric bills instantly. With no changes to your bill and no enrollment fee. This is a free service. The only thing you'll notice is a lower bill every month. Call U.S. Power and Light right now. Learn how easy it is to lower your utility bills for your business and save money. We promise. So if you spend over $500 a month on your gas and electric bills, please call right now and unleash your savings. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381-800-941-3381. That's 800-941-3381. You are listening to a special encore presentation of Radio Law Talk. You're listening to an encore presentation of Radio Law Talk. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome. This is a wonderful day for me. I'm Frederick Penny, your host with Denise Dirks, and I've got Todd Cunin and our producer, Cal Hunter. Remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. This show today, ladies and gentlemen, it is the April 24th, 2021. Remember that day. It's going to be infamous, and I'm going to tell you why in a second here. This show, call your friends, call the neighbors, and tell them to get on, because we're going to talk about something that is going to affect our lives or may not affect our lives, depending upon the case. The cases are going to come down about whether or not we are going to have to use a vaccine card the rest of our life. And we are going to talk about it as lawyers. There's some professors that have talked about it. And this is the hottest topic. And I'm telling you, we have some. Denise, as many a time, said to me, we pegged it. Remember a year ago we said this? And she remembers more than Todd and I. Todd and I are just kind of floating through the universe. Food goes in here. Yeah, yeah, we're just trying to float through the universe. Denise will say, remember back uh, April 5th, 2000, uh, uh, 2000 and, well, I don't know, 19, we said this, this? No, Denise, I don't. But she'll say, man, we nailed it, and then it'll come up. So today is going to be one of those days we're going to talk about how this issue of vaccine cards is going to apply, whether or not they're going to require it, how, how HIPAA laws are going to, are going to stand up to this. Um, and it's going to be really interesting. And we can, we can hear from you about it. It's 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. Do not take this as legal advice. And go to our website and look at the disclaimers. You know, that is the most exciting, entertaining thing that we pretty much do, don't you think, Denise, is, is the disclaimers. As far yeah, as, and it, it makes for a good read. It does a great read and a good sleeping uh, at night, right? It's, it's, it is better than anything you can get a prescription for. 
It is better than Ambien. Yeah. Uh, so, just just read the disclaimers. And just as trippy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Oh, no way. They, you, they said here and after. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that great? You know the doctor, they go, you know what? We're going to help you sleep. Here's your Ambien. That's okay. I've got radio law talk. And you read it to the doctor, and the doctor will be asleep within a few minutes. So read those. And we've got some I, – I'm so excited, Cal. I'm really excited about today. And, I, and another reason is – Burning Man. We're gonna talk about Burning Man. Give me the applause. I want applause. Okay, Give me applause. Sure, here we go. Coming I want applause. Up, Give me up, applause. Up, Come on, up, roll it. Roll yeah. the applause. I, I. Yeah, there we go. That's it. Burning Man. We're gonna talk about today, and whether or not they're gonna require vaccine cards. I'm telling you, the first thing I thought is is all right. Think about it. Yeah, man. We're like hanging out in the desert together. Whoa, and yeah. did you get a vaccine card? What? Uh, what's vaccine? Yeah. What's, what's a car? Huh? What? Is there something else going on in the world, man? No, we're heading out to Burning Man. I don't know. You know, you know, you know some guy is going to be sitting there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I sell vaccines. What do you need? Uh, just, uh, yeah, there's some vaccine in there. There's some other stuff in there, too. Yes. Yeah, but. Just, just ask, for the, ask for Fred in the third row. <laughs> just imagine what they're going to barter for their vaccines. Oh. Barter. Mm. Todd smiling and thinking about it. You know, you, you can't you can't set me up like that, Denise. I mean, that that's just okay. That is that is FCC entrapment. Right that's there. exactly that, right. right there. Okay, let's not do it. We're also going to talk about uh, Deshaun Watson's uh, uh, has now filed his answers to the complaint. That's very interesting. And remember, we will say it a million times: innocent until proven guilty. And his uh, responses are pretty interesting, in my opinion. Uh, we're going to talk about Denise is going to jump on this one, the world's biggest divorce. We're going to talk about that. we got the Supreme Court on children, Supreme Court on federal trade commission power. And believe it or not, as boring as that sounds, that is a very interesting issue in case. You know how many times Cal has said when we do case or no case when he says uh, – after we all give our answers, and he says, yeah, it's, it's always amazing to me how legal minds can differ and see things different ways. Yep. When we talk about the Supreme Court on children case, yes. keep that statement, that sentiment in mind. It's, right. it's amazing how people can see things so vastly different. Yeah, and, that, and so we've, we got all those things. we got even more to talk about. Remember, this is a three-hour show, 9 to noon Pacific time, every Saturday. Set your dial. We also have at radiolawtalk.com, we have our podcast. We're putting the podcast. Denise is in charge of that. She makes sure, well, she doesn't technically do it, but she works with our computer people and makes sure that those podcasts are put up, and she does a great job. That is very important. You can go back and search how. How do they do that? There's a search button. You put, type in a topic or a name or something, and it'll pop up all the times we've talked about it that's exactly right that is this is better than going to law school that's why our shirts we have t-shirts on the back the first person to call if you call in and you probably don't want to do this 855 law radio 855-529-7234 we will send you one of our t-shirts that we either says one of two things on the back who needs law school you got radio law talk right or when you're tired of politics radio, tune in to Radio Law Talk because we are politically neutral here, but we like to have fun, right? And it's a random choice. We, it's going to be yeah. one or the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, I'm not quite sure what shirts yeah. we have left or whatever. Uh, but before we do all that, the most important thing that we do is a – and case, you don't have to roll it yet, Cal. Okay. But uh, a case or no case is what we do. 
And what Cal will do is just because we don't have a whole lot of time left, he is going to just set us up for case or no case, and that's where he tries to stump the panel. We have to say whether or not it's a case and what the outcome is, and we go for points, right? And we go for 50 points. The person who wins out of the three of us, that person gets a free dinner. And by the way, guess where I was last night? Guess. You went to the place. I went to the place where you guys owe me dinner. And I had dinner, and it was wonderful. The steak. Oh, mm. Is it the, the same place one. we went before? It is. Yes, okay. and we're going Friday, by the way. Are is it really? this Friday we're it's going? It's this Friday. Okay, we're going, and you guys are paying. And I, I'm excited to, <laughs> yes, to go to are. my favorite place. And everything's open. They, you they, know when they eat. They well, take a two-party out-of-state post-dated check. No, right? they're going to see you, and they're going to go, can we have the lady pay? Cash only, sir. Cash only. Officer, the man I told you about is here. No, what they're going to say is you have your vaccine card? Ma'am? You and the other guys, you're okay. Go on in. We'd like to hold you out and give you a vaccine card. All right, Cal. Just uh, do you, well, no. Do you have two minutes? Do you have time just to? I, I, why I don't think, you tease it? I think it? I can set you up. But just tease it. Okay. Today, I'm going to tell you that Mark Twain had a very famous line that said, right. "I spent the coldest winter of my life." Right. One summer in San Francisco. Right. Well, that paid off for a very important food product developer. That cold overnight, he made a remarkable product, okay. and then a competitor made a similar product, and they met at loggerheads, and uh, okay. it's possible we, we, the court will find out. So, so we're going to find out. Mm-hmm. You're going to lay that out for us I next will. hour because we only have a little bit yeah. of time. We have mm-hmm. one minute left to do. But, but and, and look, I, I uh, again, am excited about today. It's a beautiful day. It's going to rain. But those of you who want to call in, again, it's 855-LAW-RADIO. You want to call in and get your T-shirt. The first person that calls in, not... Brian or Bill from Amargosa Valley? It was Bill from Amargosa Valley, our first official caller four years ago. Bill from Amargosa Valley. Hey, welcome some of our newest members. I want to welcome KQAM 1480 AM and 102.7 FM, Wichita, Kansas, our new affiliate. Awesome. And after that, a beautiful introduction. Cal, take us out, and we'll do Radio Law. We'll do Case or No Case when we come back. All right. Thank you, Fred. Stay tuned. As Fred said, there's more Radio Law Talk coming up, including the vaunted Case or No Case, where they'll have to decide, well, like I said, whether it's a case or not, what the outcome is. That's coming up next on Radio Law Talk right here on your favorite radio station. And, you know, we stream live. Fred mentioned the podcast. Not only is that, but we stream the show live every Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific time. And as of yet, at no charge. It's no pay window where you just kind of click on there and you can listen. We'll be right back. Hold on. This portion of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by Strauss Naturals. For more information, go to StraussNaturals.com. That's S-T-R-A-U-S-S, StraussNaturals.com. Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals Heart Drops over the past 20 years. Strauss Heart Drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that Heart Drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss Heart Drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. 
Stroh's hard drops are safe, and Stroh's guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking hard drops that have greatly improved their lives. Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. These products may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940-800-670-0940-800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. Peekaboo, peekaboo, smile. Smile, buddy. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. (sighs) Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby, I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at autismspeaks.org signs, or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I think bread's the best, not literally. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. 
That's awesome, guys. Did we have our f- f- official caller? Is that someone else that called? Yeah, yeah. David, David called, and he said uh, he's getting his shirt. He, he said he it's parental alienation, and I want to mention that it's parental alienation day. So that's available. You can Google that if you have any interest oh. in that. It's part of this thing we're going to be talking about. But he said yeah. folks who feel are being alienated by the court should look that up. That's an official day named right. by a court. So okay. look it up, and you'll. But be, he gets a T-shirt. Did I, you get his information? Yeah, he does. I yeah. thought. I thought he's that, sending me it in the e- emailing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that parental alienation day wasn't a specific day, but actually a milestone in your life when your children turn 13. <laughs> or no, they leave the house. And, and, and at that point, once they become teenagers, oh, that's a, then it's parental alienation. It's you know, yeah, don't talk to me. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not upset that I share your DNA. You know, and, and that goes on for about 10 years. And once they graduate from college and try to get into the working world and realize that it's hard, then they have a newfound appreciation for parents. You don't mind if I live with you even though I'm an adult, right? <laughs> Welcome to Radio Law Talk. <laughs> therapy for Todd Cunin's parenting. <laughs> yes, I... Uh, yeah, I, well, I need to be laying on a couch. Apparently, here. you're okay with all of that. Yes, stuff, yeah, well, hey, you know, it's, it's, it's free therapy for Have me. Have you not had the kid call you and actually say, you know what, this happened to me? Dad, I, I'm i so happy that you were my parents. Wait, what happened between 15 and 17 <laughs> when you hated me, man? Is this the same kid that just wrecked my car two years ago? <laughs> all right, Cal. I had that happen. My daughter absolutely did that for me and said, oh. you know what, Mom? You were so much smarter than I ever knew. Oh boy, here we go. No, yeah. she did. She she said she had a you know a rude awakening when she was viewing some other families, and um, that she realized that she was pretty lucky. Pretty lucky. Well, let me let me take a look here at my kid's file. That's oh, pending. I'm, I'm <laughs> pending. I'm still that notification is still pending. Yeah, so. pending. All right. Of dead <laughs> let's let's get the music going. Here Cal. we go. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yeah. The year was 1905. Woo! Frank Epperson was just a child in San Francisco, California. One chilly evening, he left a cup with some fruit juice in it out on the front porch, and there was a small stick in it. It had unwittingly invented a frozen treat on a stick. Many years later, after a series of menial jobs, he decided to find a way to make his dad-sickle, as his kids called it, and then pop-sickle commercially viable. Commercial refrigeration was just coming around uh, away from ice boxes, and he took these to the beach after he made them. The beach resort in San Francisco and sold out immediately. Then he began even larger production, and the Popsicle Company was born. As that was happening on the East Coast in Pennsylvania, Harry Burt wanted to sell more ice cream. Selling ice cream was unsanitary and even had laundry bluing in it to preserve the color. And he said, no, that's not going to work. I'm going to develop a system of freezing ice cream onto a stick and put a commercial freezer in a truck and make the guys wear uniforms, white uniforms, very sanitary looking uniforms called, we'll call it the Good Humor Ice Cream Company, which was privately owned. Popsicle, however, was a public company. Now, Harry Burt. The good humor guy went after every other company who th- whom he thought copied his successful formula. Epperson said, no, I'm not copying this formula. I did this before you, and mine is juice, and yours is ice cream. Come on. Right. But Epperson went to a lawyer anyway, and so I ask you, case or no case, Mr. Kuhn, and I'm going to start with you on this because I think, I think you'll enjoy that. What do you think? Laundry detergent 
Blue, bluing. Yes. yes. I mean, look, for those of you that thought that Tide Pods were what started kids eating laundry detergent, <laughs> right. apparently this was happening right. back around the turn yeah. of the century. That's Great. Right. All right. right. Um, so, unwittingly. You know, uh, un- yes, unwittingly. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. Well, tell you what. I am going to say, because this deals in the area of some sort of legal terminology of which I am not familiar, <laughs> and because I saw how detailed Cal was in everything, and for me, that's usually a tip Uh-oh, that tell, I'm huh? going to say no case. That this might be a true scenario. Look, there were popsicles. There was ice cream. There may have even been a lawyer called, but a lawsuit did not result right. on this particular case. Kearney claims no case. Fred Penny, what say you on this matter? I am v- I'm the best at this game when the, my, my co-hosts aren't here. So I'm going to pretend they're not here. Oh, let me use the invisible spray. <laughs> I'm going to pretend they're not here. It is a case, Cal. This is an actual case. I'm going to say, yes, you went in detail, and you are correct, Todd. The minute he gets in detail and it's an intelligent case and it's straightforward, that means he's faking it. But I'm going to say this is a case, and the winner is nobody. They settle out of court. Hmm. Denise Dirks, what do you think? He stole my answer. Well, always, yeah. Yeah, because um, if they're not similar at all. They're two different products. And the only way that it would be somebody copying somebody is if somebody had patented that process or the idea. Pretty correct? sure they both did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to say it. You got two minutes because you're the stall queen. I know. Yeah, she's not doing these. So ice cream is made from milk. So the question is: a Bert, juice? <laughs> is it Burt versus Epperson or Burt versus Popsicle? Or Burt versus Ernie? I would say could be that too. Well, remember that Burt was a publicly held company. Uh, good humor was publicly held. Uh, I'm sorry, was privately held, and popsicle right, was publicly held. Yeah, right, right. That's why right, I would. Right. That's what I was thinking. Okay. I'm going to. Good say... Good humor is going to be better, don't you think? I mean, as in Denise, wouldn't you rather eat an ice cream than a popsicle? No, I kind of like the fruit ones. Oh, I don't. I like an ice cream. I yeah. like, I, but I like ice cream all the time. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm going to say that it is a case. Yes. She's going to lose with. And me. I'm going to say that <laughs> popsicle going down with wins. <laughs> Yeah. Because they can Ooh. distinguish their product from good humor. So you're saying Popsicle wins, and if this is an actual case. Yes. So. And you're saying it's a case, and. They I'm saying it's a case, and they settle. And I'm saying Popsicle wins. Todd says, he says you're faking this whole thing. I, I say no case because we can still buy Popsicles and good humor bars, so who would have won in Who that? wins? <laughs> I mean, Fred, if they settle, you got to tell me who wins in the settlement. You can't just settle. Well, settlement, a settlement, nobody wins. And nobody wins, and everybody wins in a settlement, right? That's I, what they call settlement. Everybody but, but wins, they, and nobody wins. It's a case, and they settle. And they settle. So There's no specific person. There's, they, they settle it out of court before it goes to trial, before the, the jury decides. So that doesn't matter because Cal's going to say, well, I made the whole thing up. So we'll be back <laughs> after this, and Cal's going to tell us yeah. who won the famous Popsicle Wars. Popsicle v. Good Humor. That's coming up in just a minute here on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. We'll have the answer after that. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called... The IRS. And they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. I like the Amadrosa Valley. How not so much. Oh, that's stone. That's true. Now, now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. If you don't understand the, our lovely kitty bumps, the one said Todd, not so much. Just yes. so you know, they're not so much. Yeah. So we've got a wonderful, interesting story in 1905 about Frank Epperson, who put a little stick in a cup, and it froze over. He's in from the San Francisco area, and he started a little thing called Popsicle and became famous, and that was a publicy publicly held company, and at the same time in the East Coast, Harry Burt started an ice cream thing, same thing, but they wore these cute little white uniforms, and those are the good humor man, and apparently a lawsuit came between the two saying, well, that's what Cal is trying to say, that whether or not there was a lawsuit of them arguing over, wait a minute, you stole my idea. Cal? Well, speaking of which, is there any more Pavlovian response known to mankind, not to dogs, not to Pavlov's dogs, than when kids hear the bell of the ice cream truck? They don't anymore, uh, Cal. uh, They don't do that anymore. They have more of a music They have in our neighborhood. Uh, Do they still do it in your neighborhood? Oh, man. That's true. Do they really? Yeah, we still get stuff in our neighborhood. Oh, I love that. That was the... Remember when that would happen and you just... You're so excited as a kid. Out there with your money, son. I want to rock it. Running kids over. (laughs) The the problem is I'm I'm still out there doing it, you know? That's true. The atomic elbow to the neighbor kid. But I'm seven. I don't care. I wanted a popsicle. Oh, I thought you were driving the truck. Give me five. It's going to be five bucks, 
kid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The, the dude with the ponytails driving the truck again. Well, don't, son. You're not allowed to go buy ice cream from that guy. He works at Radio Law Talk. So go, now, go ahead, Kevin. The answer. <laughs> Anecdotal day. Now the answer to case okay. or no case. Who said it was a case? Uh, well, Fred Denise and, and Denise. Well, yes. Congratulations yeah. to you. Todd smoked you. Here's yeah, how this yeah, went. Yeah. This is interesting. Interesting. Epperson, that was the uh, good new humor guy, fought tooth and nail with Bert. But Bert's board of directors at the Popsicle Company got tired of the bad publicity, and they got tired of the expense. No, Bert was the ice cream good humor guy. Vice versa? Epperson is good humor. Bert is Popsicle. Oh, Uh, well, you you set him around. around. You switched him around on the thing. Okay, okay. So, okay, Bert... Anyway, the popsicle okay, guy. Okay, gotcha. Let's just say popsicle guy. guy. Yeah. Let me go back up there. Just Frank Epperson. Yeah, Epperson. Thank you. Epperson was the popsicle guy. Gotcha. Forgive me. Yeah. So Bert fought Epperson tooth and nail. Right. Epperson's board of directors of popsicle got tired of the publicity, got right. tired of the cost, and they fired him. And as they fired him, another member of the board was over meeting with Whoa. Bert, and Bert bought and acquired oh, no. the Popsicle Company. So they sell a lot of corn. So, right, so now yes! the Good Humor yes! and Popsicle Company were the Fred same company Penny. after an out-of-court settlement. Fred Penny. And that, ladies and gentlemen, oh. is case or no case. Can you tell I'm, a go- I, I'm one of those really good, nice winners yeah. and very well, kind. Well, who's you know, the winner? I mean, me. didn't Popsicle also win? No, 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 no. They settle out of court. They, well, they settle the, out of court. The inventor lost. I think, I think we'll give Fred two, Denise, and give you one. Oh, That's exactly right. And give Todd none. And, uh, yes. That is very interesting, Cal. That that occurs. So they, own, they bought each other. Basically, they, they con- they're conglomerates yep. now. They, they, they merged. merged. We're all tied at 15. <sighs> okay, next hour. Next hour, hour, the perils of commercial air flight when the engine explodes on takeoff. Mm. That's coming up That's next hour. That's a case or no case. case, or no case. Thanks, right. Cal. We appreciate sure. the case Thank or no you. case. Love doing it. Appreciate yeah. it. Hey, you know what? This is what we're going to talk about. We're going to take up this whole rest of this uh, hour and talk about whether or not businesses and or governments can require a vaccinate proof of vaccination through like a vaccination. You know, card or something to that effect. You know, that's that, interesting, Fred. I yeah. just got mine tattooed on my forehead. Did you? Oh. I, I got mine in the palm of my hand. Well, I, it's, I, in, I, it's in the chip <laughs> of my arm. So just like the dog, you know. So the question is, how far is this going to go? And this is the very beginning, ladies and gentlemen, of what is going to be a major legal battle. And that's what we're bringing up. There's no lawsuits yet. They're going to come and be prepared for this because there's a lot of rights that are being infringed upon on both sides. Uh, and not only rights, but rights of the government to make sure we're safe or what they think we're safe and the rights of people for privacy and whether or not they've got to bring, you know, I, I, I've, I've got to show my card, show my medical it, to you, the guy standing there, let me in a football game. You know, that's that's a hip. That is that a HIPAA violation? And everybody's reeling about this. And why they're reeling about it is the first way, the first argument right now that makes it so it's not quite ripe. When we say that in legal terms, it's not quite ready. It's because not everybody's had their vaccination yet. So you know, or at least had the opportunity to get their vaccinations, right? Right. But once that's all done, and there's no argument that hey, I, I couldn't get my vaccination, now can they require? And that's there's they, the government or the government entities, employers or businesses, commercial businesses, right? Require or or, or facilities, sports facilities. 
require you to show a card that says you've been vaccinated. And, and some sports facilities uh, already are. And then deny you access. That's, right. the, that's the other critical component. Well, I, I was watching a baseball game uh, this week, and they're saying, hey, home games now. We, we have uh, increased seating capacity. All you have to do is show proof of a negative test or proof that you've been vaccinated. Gotcha. And that is a local county ordinance in that particular state, stadium. Right. What about churches? Yeah. No, no, anything. Churches. That's a huge anything. question. So, mm-hmm. so my point is this is going to come up. So we've already had a, a, a CBS News put out an article, and uh, we're going to give uh, kudos to Catherine Watson, April 13, 2021. Usually we don't because we do our own research and we, we look at all the different types of things and review it. But this was an interesting one that we have to bring up because – uh, this this set off uh, some questions in our mind, and I might even do an article on this, by the way, this week. Cause I hope I, you do. This is I, a, this is big this stuff. This is big, and I have I, I've I've studied and I read all the HIPAA guidelines because there's HIPAA arguments, and we're going to get into what HIPAA means. So the question is, can a business? And a lot of professors are now saying. When you go to the business aspect, that's where there's infringement on the business. No shirt, no shoes. No service, right? Right. And can a business discriminate against Denise Dirks if she doesn't have her vaccination card? That's the question. So far, they're not requiring that. You say they are, but they're requiring um, that you show proof of that you're negative. Now, ignore that. Now, I'm jumping into whether or not they got to show proof of just your vaccination. Because some people can go in there and say, okay, I'm, I don't believe in being vaccinated, right? But I'm still negative. Maybe they're okay with that, but if they show if they're still negative, but they still have to show they get vaccinated, are you requiring people to be vaccinated? See, California has now come to the point where they have too many vaccines and not enough people who want them. Oh, I didn't know that. We have yes, that was as a day before yesterday, and yesterday was was big news. We have people now who churches and hospitals saying. Don't send us the vaccine. We've given all the shots we can give. We're, we're, we don't have any more people lining up. No pent-up demand. Right. So yeah. that's pretty interesting. Hey, oh, my gosh. They're going to lose money. And the thing that's crazy about the uh, about showing proof that you have a negative test is that only shows that you were negative on the date you took the test. Right. So if I go and I get vaccinated or I, I go and I get tested and I've not been vaccinated, I get tested, say, the 1st of May. And then I want to go to a baseball game, say, on the 5th of May, and I have a negative test from May 1st. Well, that doesn't mean that I might not have been exposed to it May 1st through May 5th. I mean, the the only thing that you could really show is that here is my positive test December 15th, and here is my negative test four weeks later saying that I had it and now I don't have it, which would tend to indicate that maybe I have the antibody, but... You know, how, long, how long does that take? So this, well, there's so, already restaurants. This is why it's coming up, right. too, is because there's already restaurants in many states yes. that are saying, if you want to dine in, right. as opposed to dining on a patio, if you want to dine in, D- you have to show. Dining on a patio, right? <laughs> Unless you said dying on a patio. Oh, no, I, no, I, I heard her. Okay, all right, all right. I didn't hear the end. I was like, well, yeah. yeah. No, she said no, that, that's a pretty open restaurant. <laughs> if you would like to die on the patio, you can do so. We're still going to charge you a corkage fee. But uh, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, well, let me make my point. My point is they can't go inside the restaurant unless they have their vaccine right. cards. That is. Yeah. now. But yeah. again, Denise, is that discriminatory or yes. or – is that a no shirt, no shoes, no service issue? Because businesses have the right to refuse unless constitutionally they are, you know, you can't discriminate against their race, their color, their, you know. Uh, Any protected class. Protected they can't class. Do religion, That's they can't right. 
And, but is this a protected class? And that's where it's going to come down to, I think, some lawsuits because some people have medical conditions that they're not getting the vaccine. And some people have some serious medical issues that getting vaccinated might push them over the edge. It's right. the opposite. Besides, how well is it going to work when people say, you can enter here if you show the proper papers? How well is that going to work? Yeah. Oh, boy. Talk. And yeah. what about the fact that everyone is saying that the vaccine lasts for six to nine months? At which point you'd have to be so now you have to have not even a, a vaccination card, but that you're current on your vaccination. Right. You know what this reminds me of? Reminds me of when I had to register my kids for kindergarten, and you had to have show proof. No, it's different, and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's different. a lot different, and I'm going to talk to you. But why. it's also a lot same. Yes, there's some minorities. <laughs> We're going to be back we'll give you that. and talk more about <laughs> these issues with the vaccine card and HIPAA violations we're going to get into. We'll be right back. You know, you're welcome to call the show if you'd like and talk about this uh, because it's a pretty fascinating subject that may affect all of us on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned as the show continues. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Since 1960, Iceberg Drive-In has been a family favorite for not only our famous thick shakes with unlimited delicious flavor combinations, but also our hand-breaded onion rings, delicious fries, and signature fry sauce. The Iceberg Shake Shop is perfect for high-traffic locations such as busy strip malls, recreational amusement centers, or near theaters. We are seeking qualified franchisees in the western United States. You'll have access to not only the popular Iceberg Drive-In name, but also our procedures, buying power, and operations. Plus, receive support dedicated to your success. For more information, email franchise at icebergdrivein.com or visit our website at icebergdrivein.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. 
This is Frederick Penny. Todd Keenan. And Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. I like the Amadrosa Valley. Oh no, how did that happen? This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. What is HIPAA? HIPAA is Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act of 1996. It's called HIPAA. What basically HIPAA is, is it's, it's privacy for you as an individual and your health or medical records, right? That's what it's all about. It's to protect your privacy of health records or your medical records. Um, in general, I'm, I'm giving a brief overview. Now, the question is, who has to, who holds that, the, the obligation to protect those rights? It's mainly, you know, healthcare providers, anyone that has or touches your medical uh, bills, medical records, et cetera, et cetera, including, including people associated with them. Um, so, you know, uh, they even say in, in under, under the HIPAA rules and regulations, a covered entity can also be a business associate of another cover, covered entity. So stay with me for a minute. So as we go through this, the question is, how does HIPAA violation, how can this become a HIPAA violation when it's not a medical facility or facility that has your records that's revealing them? It's someone requiring you to reveal them to someone. So the person holding it has the right to those medical records, which is an immunization card, right? But the people asking for it aren't one of the protect the class that's supposed to protect it. You know what I'm saying? And that's the argument they're going to make is that many people make when they say, Hey, there's no big deal about having to show a a vaccine card. But here, here's the interesting thing. Um, the, uh, what, uh, the things that are protected, what's protected the past, present or future medical or mental health or condition of a person. That's very important. So that is what is protected. And if that's, that's protected, how is it you're required to live life in general and have to reveal that, right? Okay, let's, let's hold, just hold on with me as I walk through this argument. 
some permitted uses that they can disclose it uh, under the HIPAA rules are, quote, public interest and benefit activities. The public interest. So now I'm jumping on the other side of those saying that it's okay to require you to show a vaccination card. It's up to the public. If it's in the public interest or the course demons the public interest, then it's okay to reveal it, right? And, 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 and I guess it's yeah. benefit activities. Does that mean associated with your um, health, like you for your health benefits? Is that what that means? That, that I don't know because that's. <laughs> I mean, th- this is there's so many pages in this, but but this is the overview that I reviewed and studied in HIPAA. I, I understand HIPAA, but I don't know exactly what benefit activities means. But that's what we'd have to look up. But but the main one I I, I noted was public interest, mm-hmm. and that's what their argument is going to be: is well, this is for the public interest. Um, uh, that that under a, it's not a HIPAA violation. But the other argument for the side of people saying you need to show your vaccine card is they're going to argue it's not a public entity under HIPAA revealing it without your permission. Right? You don't have to reveal it. You still don't have to because you are holding it as a person. But then you have to jump on the other side and say, but you're discriminating against me because I I did not get immunized. And you brought up an, a very important point, Denise, other than HIPAA. What's the other issue? Well, Americans with Disabilities Act. Right. Um, because that and, – and COVID. Actually, there is um, articles out there. There are a lot of articles out there about um, the Rehabilitation Act and how um, COVID-19 interplays with it, if you right. will. And one of the main important thing is the Americans with Disabilities Act, you have to accommodate as an employer. You have to accommodate or reasonably accommodate any employee. Um, so if you take that strong position that you can't work unless you are vaccinated and that employee, either for religious or for medical reasons, cannot be vaccinated, then I think that an employer could get in some trouble for that. Well, or a business, maybe. Uh, an employer, I, I'm thinking business, too, because right. usually it's businesses that are making their employees or, you know, making somebody that's coming in their door from the public to have the medical card to, or to have the vaccination card. Go ahead, so the, the interesting thing with all of this is that one of the look, when it talks about mandatory vaccinations, I guarantee you when it does make it to a court case over this. The the granddaddy of all cases on vaccinations is going to be cited. And it's amazing to think that this case is over 115 years old. It was decided in 1905, U.S. Supreme Court Jacobson versus Massachusetts. And at the time, they were dealing with vaccinations for smallpox and whether or not a state or, or a municipality can require a vaccination. And, and look, they didn't talk about HIPAA because HIPAA didn't exist back then, but they still talked about basic constitutional rights and how this was infringing on those rights. And the U.S. Supreme Court said, and I'm quoting here, the liberty secured by the Constitution of the United States does not import an absolute right in each person to be at all times and in all circumstances wholly freed from restraint. Essentially, he says there are times when your constitutional rights for for reasonable purposes in the eyes of the legislature can can supersede your individual rights. And in Jacobson, the Supreme Court said it's not violating your constitutional rights to mandate that people be vaccinated for smallpox. Now, 
Show the difference. Yeah. The question here, and Fred, we were talking about this here. The question here is if somebody contracts smallpox, the virus, in terms of percentages, what percentage of the people will contract smallpox and their body will naturally fend it off and they'll have no adverse reaction to it versus the number of people that will contract the virus and actually suffer the effects of smallpox up to and including death? And my guess is the percentage of the latter was very high. Right. And so when people trot out Jacobson versus Massachusetts to justify requiring COVID vaccines, I think that the other side is going to say, well, hold on a second here. If we're looking at statistics, what percentage of the people will contract the COVID virus and have nothing more than a sniffle versus those that contract the virus and actually suffer complications that can go up to it, including death? And they'll look at statistics, and I think I, – I can't tell you how the court's going to side on that, but I think that that is going to be an argument on both sides uh, to determine whether or not mandatory vaccines are – What's reasonable. What's right? reasonable. What was the balancing act? Did they have a, um, an important public or state interest involved? What was the what would why did they say they can put that restriction on civil liberties? I mean, my feeling is it's probably right. the same thing that you're talking about through HIPAA that there is a, a very important public interest. Well, see, that's the difference. What he brought up is statistics, though. So is it a is it a public interest that I, I don't I'm not going to point approximately one percent of the people are going to die that contract it right compared to polio. Or smallpox, where it's going to be extremely high that if you get the polio and you didn't get vaccinated, you're going to have suffer from polio situation, uh, you know, uh, paralysis, you know, that's super high. That's going to be the argument that Todd's trying to say is, that, look, there's a huge difference in in what's going to happen to an individual. And believe me, don't people are going to think my you know my relative died and how from from you know COVID. How how dare you say that? Look, we're just talking legal issues here. We have to talk legal legalities and what the Supreme Court's going to do. Because this is going to get to the Supreme Court, mind you. Now, here's an important thing. It, it will. Yeah, it will. It will. And guess what? And and by the way, remember we talked about it, right, Denise? Denise, yeah. Denise, remember the same. Let's talk about really quick before we leave this segment and leave this hour. What this CBS News did, according to did a, a there was a Harris poll. This is the latest Harris poll on what people think about a vaccination card. Fifty nine percent of those surveyed have heard about this and understand it, and supposedly. People, 68% of the people supported having a vaccine passport to fly on a plane. Concerts, 60%. Sporting events, 61% of the people said it was okay. Attending college, 60%. But to enter a supermarket or store, only 46% said you should have a vaccine card to do that. That's interesting, right? It is. People are ready to kind of... Figure this out. Their, well, they're ready to give in a little bit on their list yeah. of the liberties, it 50, looks like. Almost 50-50, 40-60. Yes. So yes. Uh, we're going to come back hour two, and we got a lot more to talk about, but uh, especially Burning Man and vaccine issues at Burning Man. Hmm. What are you going to show there to get in? Uh, <laughs> show a lot. <laughs> Your vaccine. <laughs> Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk comes up. We're going to end this hour and be back at six minutes after the next either on the air or on our website. So stay tuned. We'll be back.
You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Calling all busy electricians. Your job is about to get simpler. Introducing Leviton's new Contractor Connect, an online portal offering a host of educational resources, videos, customer support, expert content, and the latest on Leviton products. Jay Sherman is the Director of Residential Marketing at Leviton. We understand that electrical contractors are busier than ever, and our goal is to lessen that load by giving them the resources they need right at their fingertips. Whether on a job site looking for installation support or using downtime to catch up on the latest industry news, Leviton Contractor Connect makes it easier than ever for contractors to stay productive and ahead of the competition. Contractor Connect features the My Leviton Pro Support Program, which provides enrolled contractors with a dedicated customer service line and an easy-to-earn rewards program. Contractor Connect can be easily accessed at any time from any location. Visit leviton.com forward slash contractor connect to explore today.